Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. This is the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Landry on this fine Memorial Day, interrupting your Memorial Day. Hopefully, you have a chance to spend time with your family, time off, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're getting out for the first time in some time, whatever the case may be. We're spending a little time trying to play catch-up around the house, do different things, uh, but certainly are here to talk pro football as we are each and every day. Uh, probably have TJ join you tomorrow, um, along with our college show, ACC football and beyond. Not 100% sure on that, but that's probably the way it's going to be. But anyway, we want to certainly welcome you. If you're not familiar with this, we uh, provide a pro football show each and every weekday, as well as a college football show. And it's all brought to you by our great friends at 401k Generation, the experts in financial planning, money management, investments, Um License in all 50 states, they can help you regardless of where you're listening to this podcast. So give them a call, give them a text, no obligation call or text. Uh, give them a call, give them a text today uh, at 1-866-998-5879. also want to remind you that we've got a lot more of this information in our notebooks at LandryFootball.com and then even more so all of our scouting reports, film room analysis, uh, recruiting boards, free agent boards, draft boards, we got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. So kind of giving you a recap since we last joined you on Friday of what's going on. Just some news and notes, some random stuff just uh, um, around the league. The um, uh, I'm curious to see the, the Packers sign their seventh-round pick, Jonathan Garvin. We've probably got about – 200 players signed of the draft class, which is a little bit less than we normally have. And I'm thinking it has to do with the pandemic. There's no other reason for it. We're far enough out from the draft. I think we're going to have a big month here in June, kind of getting them all done. There's no real outlining story or issue when a player signs. It's not really news. But always like to, when a guy signs, it's another reminder to kind of tell you about the player in how he plays in the case of Joe, uh, Garvin from Miami, not sure he's going to have 
great production, but you didn't didn't expect that from a day three pick. Doesn't run all that well. Curious to see if he can make it as a reserve backer and a special teams guy. Um, some other news. I know Hunter Hendrick has said he's fine playing with the franchise tag. He'd like to get long-term deal done. But I'm curious to see how that plays out. He turns 26 in December. He's had some injury issues. He's really an elite player. Does he get the long-term extension? Does he sign it? Does he uh, maybe try to play his way into a new deal? Um, that's some interesting, you know, thought-provoking um, uh, conversation there that's going to take place in that negotiation. For New England, checking in with them, Joe Jawan Williams, who was their uh, second-round pick last year, he's going to take that step up and to be that jack-of-all-trades type of player that they're used to having. Um, I'm going to play behind Gilmore and McCourty and Jones and Jackson. Um, but they, he's going he's gonna to feel some safety-type responsibilities alongside McCourty. So they've got Kyle Duggar. So it's clearly they're kind of remaking the youth of their secondary going forward. Some good news out of New York as uh, the governor there has announced that all pro sports teams can begin uh, to um, to get back to their facilities, which affects the Bills only at this point. Um, but it looks like New Jersey is going to come quick after. So that's a positive sign that maybe the Jets and Giants could uh, maybe get back. And we don't know at this stage how things are going to progress, but they've looked at different options, both of them, Jets and Giants, about having camp at an alternate site. That's tough to pull off at this point. I know Baltimore has done it, a few other um you have looked at it, but hopefully things will progress enough to where I think less chaos is best at this time in a very, very chaotic off season and one in which everybody's looking forward to get back and um, uh, to to some sense of normalcy. Um, the Cardinals tell me they're very interested in Everson Griffin. He is certainly, along with Judavian Clowney, the two best players that are remaining in free agency on the defensive side, certainly in the defensive front. Um, I think Griffin would certainly help um, and be a big addition to a few teams as a reserve rotational pass rusher. Now, Clowney's turned down another offer from – the Seahawks. So we'll see where this will play out uh, going forward. But um, Dante Freeman is another guy that's had some interest from folks but has turned down some offers. So we'll see. Some other news that the Rams are trying to work their way into. Well, listen, I think Jalen Ramsey's got them over a barrel, but we knew that. We talked about that. When they made the trade with Jalen Ramsey before getting a long-term deal extension, done, uh, Jalen Ramsey was going to hold the hammer uh, in this deal, and uh, he's absolutely done that. He's entering his walk year, so the Rams have got a lot of work to do, and he's set up for a monumental payday, and there's really not a whole lot the Rams can do about it. Either pay him, and probably, again, they're going to have to overpay him monetarily, or what do they do? Let him walk after this year, after giving up a first-round pick? Um Interesting to see. Jason Peters, speaking of free agency, um, free agents, still drawing some interest. 
nothing definite yet. Going back to Seattle, I know that Russell Wilson has expressed to the organization that he'd love, he'd love to have um, Antonio Brown. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot of folks, a lot of players like see the talent but don't know the person, don't know the player. Interesting to see how that develops. There's nothing new on the Jamal Adams front. Um, Jets say they have no interest in trading him. And, of course, for the right price, anyone is could be had. But uh, that is being, you know, pushed by his camp on that side that he wants to get traded. Um, the Texans are really remain encouraged by Will Fuller's uh, progress. Um Looking at the Patriots, um, again, uh, peeking at who they have as undrafted free agents. They've got four receivers that they signed as undrafted free agents. The guy that's most intriguing to this point, uh, looking at the film of kind of the, the skill set, and again, not basing it off of any OTAs, which you don't have, it's Jeff Thomas. So I'm very curious to see probably has the best chance of the bunch to make the roster, but he received the least amount of guaranteed money. Isaiah Zuber, Will Hastings, Sean Riley all got more money. Um, Thomas is really productive. He's the smallest, he's the lightest, but he's really productive and I think might have a chance to fit their skill set. Um, meanwhile, in Kansas City, uh, the Chiefs have talked about um, – Beginning negotiations and getting a deal done for Patrick Mahomes. And um, that's something I think they'd like to get to this summer. As we've discussed and I've discussed at nauseum, when you have a guy, and certainly they have a clear guy, no no doubt, but we talked about this with the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. Different because Dak Prescott's not, not Mahomes, no doubt about that. But you're still dealing with a player that you – you needed to go down the road and get a deal done. Now, what the difference is with the Chiefs, with Mahomes, he is absolutely their guy, and he's going to cost a fortune. But going to get uh, getting him done now is going to be cheaper than anything down the road. Hey, I thought I would spend a little time since probably um, I want to get it done and finish it out the rest of this week. A little bit more time with the news, a little bit slow around the league. Uh, wanted to get into some questions and answers for a few teams around the league. Let's go through a few. Maybe go through um, um, Kansas City, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Rams, and maybe we can Miami, Minnesota, New England, and the Saints. And then we'll get back on Wednesday on track with the remaining. Uh, the remaining. We'll do um, three or four each team. We'll go. Um, Kansas City, big question marks. Um with Mahomes, and there's, again, these are questions that I'm looking for. Not not necessarily negatives. It's just things I'm curious to see kind of where, where things are. With Mahomes providing a, um, a big advantage and this offense so prolific, uh, going defense around one uh, would have made some sense. But they got a player that they love at running back that profiles – um, you know, what they like to do in the pass game. 
interesting to see how their defense continues to respond. They won it last year. They won it all, and they did, I thought, took a step up when Mahomes went out, and the defense created their own identity, and I thought that was key. Will this defense continue to do that, or will it just become more and more and more of an offensive team that has to score 45 points a game, and if they score 41, lose a shootout game to someone? Interesting, you know, but my thought is the defense is still going to be important and, and extremely relevant to the team's ultimate championship success. And, of course, they've gotten one. So you've got one. You've, you've got the monkey off your back there. But we got a chance right now with this team, with the Chiefs, before they have to pay Mahomes that big money. There's a chance now for this team to be set up for a nice little run. We'll see if they're able to figure that out. We'll see if the Raiders, Raiders are able to figure anything out. Um, um, Tyrell Williams was signed as a number two receiver to Antonio Brown to tell you how both of that worked out. Raiders devoting a first and and two third-round picks to the position shows that they've really messed up that evaluation in that position. But they've already guaranteed Williams $11 million in 2020. But they've got on the cheap in Ruggs and Bolden and Edwards. Um, And, of course, Bolden will probably be used as a running back. this is an example of, okay, you got to go and find a young guy that's cheaper labor, that's better than the guy you spent a whole a lot of money to. It's one of the things that we always want around free agency is understanding how to evaluate. And I think obviously with a um, with a with a new GM that that's really taken the orders from the head coach that uh, sometimes you you get a little bit greedy and thinking you got something that's not there. Misevaluations. The Chargers. Busy offseason. Looks much more talented than a year ago. But they left the draft without taking an offensive lineman, and that's been a big issue. They acquired Trey Turner and and Brian Balaga. They lack a left tackle. Um, Got a young quarterback. They've got a Tyrod Taylor. Um, Boy, they really need to look um, at guys like a Kelvin Beecham, Jason Peters. They really do. They don't have any answers on the offensive line. That's a big question mark there. The Rams broke up their Super Bowl inside linebacker duel, cutting Mark Barron in 19, letting uh, Corey Littleton, coverage backer, defect to the Raiders in March. They didn't draft a linebacker to the seventh round. Um, So that's my concern for them at this point is defensively they've lost their way. Wade Phillips is no longer there. And certainly he put an emphasis on getting certain players, and they made a Super Bowl run. Um, but, you know, it's clear that, you know, with the offensive head coach making the decisions there um, and heavily involved in personnel, that they're trying to figure just figure things out on the defensive side. All over at Miami, what do we need to look at there? Um, Obviously, second-round offensive linemen may well have a better chance to start than, than the one in the first round. As you look at it, Robert Hunt is three years older than Austin Jackson. Robert Hunt split time between left guard and right tackle during his career. He's got some versatility. He's got some strength. He's a little bit more physically and mentally mature. Austin Jackson has a chance to be a pretty good left tackle in the league. I don't know about great one, but he has a chance to be a pretty good one. 
curious to see if it can do anything early. But I do think we're going to have to look at maybe long range for him. And whatever they can get out of him this year is a bonus, particularly without an uh, OTA uh, work during the pandemic. In Minnesota, clock's ticking on Riley Reef. Uh, three-year left tackle starter has graded out as an above-average lineman over the past two years. But uh, we saw Minnesota draft its hopeful left tackle of the future in Ezra Cleveland in the second round. Um, now, Cleveland can play guard. Reef saw some time at guard at Iowa, never since. Um, Vikings cut Josh Klein, could have a guard opening. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they do with Reef and Cleveland in the lineup. New England, thoughts on that? Passing on mid-round quarterbacks, Jacob Eason, Jake Fromm. Patriots left virtual uh, the draft with the same quarterback depth they had going into it. Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer. Tom Brady only threw three passes as a rookie, while Stidham beat that with four last season. Pat's gone with a fourth-rounder who never threw 20 touchdown passes in the college season. Now, again, in that offense, <laughs> you understand it. It's going to be a bold move. Uh, Bill Belichick, not concerned about that. Very confident. Um um, Cam Newton's still out there. Don't look like they're biting on anything right there, at least right not right now. And the Saints, we want to talk a little bit about them. They value their interior offensive linemen more than most teams. And their first-round selection of Michigan center Cesar Ruiz gives them a surplus of starting offensive linemen. Um, obviously, they let Larry Warford go. They signed Andrews Pete. They're going to need him to play with more consistency. He can play tackle. I, I look for them to add a tackle. Um, they've got going to have a lot of youth and flexibility because Ruiz can play center or guard. McCoy is more of a pure center. They've obviously got in Pete a solid guard, and they've got two good tackles in Ramchek and Armstead. The issue is if one goes down, that's a big issue. Uh, Nick Easton can certainly play, um, you know, so you can give them another center. So, you know, I, I think it's certainly having somebody that can play guard center is certainly something that they need to add. But I worry a little bit about, look, I mean, Pete can go out to left tackle in a pinch. So having some help there, um, you know, the move to Ruiz makes a little bit more sense than I think the fan base thought coming draft time. The Saints are not the same team if they can't run the football, play more ball control. It makes the passing game more explosive, and it plays more ball control. This, no longer are the Saints able to just to score 50 points. They need to be able to play better game control, and that comes with the offensive line. Better game control means your defense can be more effective and be more versatile. So that's why I think that the importance of that position is critical. Um, the uh, Probably the lack of understanding that this helps the defense a little bit more than you think because it allows you to play a little bit better at the line of scrimmage. But there's no doubt. Look, I mean, the Saints – had um, they didn't have a lot of picks, and you look at it, and there's there's a few players that I think they'd have liked to have had 
um, and with extra picks, you know, would have gone in that direction. But, you know, this is something that will be interesting to see. As it looks like, clearly, another one-year run to see if they can get a Super Bowl with Drew Brees at the helm. We are going to see, likely, the last year for Drew Brees, although I'm curious to see how this season plays out. He's got that deal with NBC, but would he put it off for one more year if this was an interrupted season or kind of a what I call a bastardized season that he feels he has one more year and things get back to normal? We'll get to that at some point uh, after this season. But right now, they're making a strong run, as they have been for the past few years, to try to win uh, in the NFC. If they've been probably the most consistent team in the NFC over the past three years, but just have fallen short of making the Super Bowl. Folks, that's a wrap for it today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. TJ will probably be back tomorrow with you, and um, uh, not definite on that, but uh, certainly check us out then. Certainly uh, flip on over, listen to our college football show as well. Um, so uh, make sure that you sign up for all of that at Landry Football's conference call wherever you sign up for your podcast. Uh, check out our great friends at 401k Generation for a no, oblig- uh, no obligation phone call or text. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states, so check them out today. Check out LandryFootball.com for the most detailed inside information and analysis on the college and the pro scene, uh, as well as checking out uh, all of our uh, free agent boards, draft boards. We're getting ready to get back up on that um, roster analysis on college in the NFL. Get a uh, NFL-style scouting report, uh, draft room analysis, um, personnel analysis. Um, it's like having your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. So check it out today. We uh, appreciate you joining us. Hope you have a blessed uh, Memorial Day, and uh, be safe, and we'll talk to you again next time, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.